0: Oh, hey michael give me a beat michael. yeah sticks homie the kids home think what's now swear the kid grown fly i'm in fly mode take a seat stupid you see the sign on sorry doc it took a long time been on tour with snoop i was on my grind missed a couple calls hollywood and all Ray got me feeling like hove it's fine <laughs> so i hit the booth for the caffeine show smooth d holla get at me though A hey, Q, cute nice running like an athlete bro cook cook Cold man, that's what I be, and so be Porsche. Cook, cook, cold man. Pockets like Big Shirley, that's Martin Mike. Hurt you cook, cook, cold man. Bars be cold, drive my Murphy, caffeine on the show. We the best out. There you go, Doc, in your mouth. Money running like Walden, never drop. Prepare the royal baggage. The king be out. Cause never gonna leave the game be out. Hurry up and buy, old oh, dog, get out. Damn. Hey, Stixie, can't be serious. I'm about to service a shade for five. I'm living this Warren buffet life. See, I get this wealth. My name is Money, cocksucker. Introduce yourself. Your last name ain't Benjamin. I don't need your help. If you ever block my money, just shoot yourself. Damn. I thought I told you before. This caffeine morning show. Let's go. Yeah. Yo, Doc. I told you I got this thing right here, dog. It's caffeine morning show. Smooth DQ knife. Porsche. What up? You know what I'm saying this how we. You know what? See, I flip the bars like a pie. Move a hundred keys out overnight. That mean a hundred raps in 24. I can sell it for 17.5. That's real work across seas. If rap don't work, I move these. Too metaphoric, then please. Like switch beats, I push keys. Don't forget him for what? he' I deliver. No DeJourno, no, no porno. No. Goodbye December. Portia will tell all the girls he's fine, but he married. Go figure. Just still jumping his DM anyway because he. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> got you this how we do caffeine morning show
1: Shows in the damn building, break your punk ass up. It's your boy Doc. Um, once again, my co-host Portia Coleman isn't here. Smooth. We gotta do something about this. Uh, I'm gonna have to make a demotion, take some pay away. Yeah, like we need to dock her pay. Her just showing up whenever she wants. I don't know what you think this is, but uh, that's not gonna fly anymore. Uh, DJ Q Nice isn't here either. The is hell's that, going on? Maybe they're abandoning us. It though. sounds like that, right? <laughs> um. Well, you're here, buddy. Appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, let's do it. AM Caffeine Morning Show. Um. Well, you know, we do way back Wednesday when we're able to get special guests. Last week we had Mac Ten. Mac Ten. So shout out Mac Ten. Today uh, is pretty cool. Um. Our 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 my guest today are some ladies that i i consider to be legendary and let me explain to you why why come doc i'm finna tell you <laughs> <laughs> um i grew up in la as a dancer and the dance scene in la is like no other place in the united states the dance culture in la uh, around Ram, uh, um, I don't even want to date myself, dude. But Ram, uh, um, uh, back in the day, let's just say that <laughs> we had, um, like, in New York, how you had crews and and they were, you know, break dancing and stuff like that. L.A. had a totally different scene, and I'm part of the ultra wave scene. And Ultra Wave in LA, again, is like no other. The music that we danced to was extremely fast. So if you know anything about you know, Egyptian Lover, um, even Craftwork, a lot of the up-tempo type of music is what we danced to late 80s, early 90s. And there were a lot of dance crews that were formed, and it became a competition. Um you know, if we go back to the Godfathers, if we go to the Romeos and uh, the Jammin' Lovers, there were so many dance crews in L.A. And as we go into the 90s, you know, you saw females. There were a lot of females that were part of the culture. But I want to say this, this, this female dance crew to me, was definitely the first crew that I saw on TV. And you thought after seeing them, like, hey, I might be able to become a dancer and do that for real, like do that as a living. Earn money doing that. And this crew, you saw them with Belle Biv DeVoe. And, you know, as dope as BBD was, they would not have been as hot without... The female dancers, there's no question. Straight ahead in the damn building right now, dude. So when you saw all those videos and you saw poison and you saw dope, and then and if you went, you got a chance to go to their live presentation and you saw BBD, you looked at the females just as much as you looked at the three guys. And what was so dope about them is they didn't have to sell their body. They still had sex appeal, but they did it in a real strong way. They were powerful dancers, but they were still sexy. You still wanted to holler at them um, and still wanted to dance uh, dance like them. Straight ahead. Um, man, my friends, I've been knowing you guys forever. Deborah's in the damn building. What's up, Doc? Don't try to act shy, dog, because I know how you get down. You're not shy. I'm not shy Okay, at all. great. T is in the building, and like I always tease um, Deborah about... T was my favorite member. There's no <laughs> knock on anybody else. Wow. But T was my favorite member, and I can remember T, and I. we were just homies. I would talk to her when she was on tour, and that was my buddy. So, T, man, more than anybody, I'm glad to see you, dude.
2: What's up, dog? Okay, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then Miss Nikita Stokes... Poo, Nikita, you think you were the thickest one out of the crew back then, right? <laughs> back, in a good way. But well, say I, well, I ain't mad at you, though. Either then or now. I see your work. Um, Nikita's in the building, and we're missing one member who lives in Atlanta. Does she live in Atlanta? She's
3: in Atlanta right now. We're missing Pluke. So
1: does Pluke so live Pluk? in Atlanta, or is she just visiting Atlanta? No, Pluke
3: lives in Atlanta.
1: She lives Pluk in Atlanta. Right well, shout out Shout out Pluke. um out to Pluk. Straight ahead. Man.
4: I thought I was your favorite.
1: Well, here's the thing. Uh If we want to go by ranking, I don't really want to do that. (laughs) But like I said, by far, by far, T smashed all y'all. Like T was my favorite. (laughs) Then I would say no question, it was Nikita. I didn't really know, I didn't know Pluke. It was Nikita. I knew Deborah, but I thought Deborah was, I don't even want to say it on the AM Cafe Morning Show this early, but it she starts with a thought Deborah was mean. It's, mean, there it is, there it is. Nick, I thought Deborah was the meanest person ever. Nikita was always cool. It wasn't until later on that Deborah and I became, so I love Deborah to death. She's like, I've always said she's my industry wife um (laughs) when i see when i see deborah now and we get together and all we do is clown like so i I love but back then i wasn't feeling her but now she's okay 2017 so you were a close second Nikita. don't you you weren't far but you weren't t-level okay Okay. (laughs) so let's get into it i i know you guys like everybody else saw the new edition movie how did you guys feel about the movie
3: well, I, I guess I can speak for everybody. This is Deborah, That's Deborah. and um, we loved it. We, we thought it was great uh, from beginning to to the end. It was entertaining. Um, a lot of the story we know, right? Because some of it we were there for, right? So you know, we thought it was. We thought it was.
1: In filming the movie, by any chance, did they speak to any of you guys? Get any of your, you know, any backstories? Like you said, of course, you guys were there, so you had stories to contribute to the to the storyline. Did the producers or the directors speak to you guys at all during the process of making the movie?
3: No, they didn't. I really don't think that um, the movie was more about new additions. As opposed to BBD. It wasn't really about BBD, but we were pretty much, I thought it was really cool that they actually really did depict us in the movie.
1: No, they really, I thought that was super cool that they did that. They had the whole, the outfits and all that. Um, So let's rewind the tape a little bit. How do you guys first meet Bell Bibb Devore? And I think I kind of know the story, but for those that don't know, Nikita, stop acting shy, like we're not going to do this this morning. You better get I'm on not that shy. damn microphone. I'm not shy. I, I know that. So, to Nikita, how do you guys first meet BBD?
4: We first saw BBD at uh, Paradise Twenty
1: Four. Oh wait, the club used to go down, <laughs> and we were dancing there, so they came to you
4: know. So you guys were
1: just hanging out. I mean, like normally, I think it was, I think Paradise was uh, on a Thursday or something. You guys were just like you normally do, just dancing as a crew, right? Yeah,
4: we had a that was a contest.
1: So that's where they saw. weren't you guys part of a dance contest?
4: Yes, we were
3: part of a dance contest, and Michael Bivens just happened to be judging that night.
1: Oh, okay. And I thought it was Ricky. I heard so it was Mike. No, it was uh, Mike. It okay, was definitely
3: Mike. He right. came to the show. He was one of the judges. We were um, dancing in the show uh actually the competition right and we took out the love posse love, that's, they were mad
1: real quick love posse <laughs> i couldn't stand those dudes because they wore suits and no shirts like you guys <laughs> so thank you for taking care of the love posse the so so you and the love posse were the finalists in that contest they
3: weren't even really good
1: dancers they weren't
3: dancers they were just there for the girls for the looks and they were kind of mad because we kind of got in the competition on a technicality um, from we were rehearsing already to be representing the west coast against the east coast okay but it didn't go down so we decided to take our act into the contest at the last minute okay so they didn't know we were coming and we just showed up and you know we beat them and so they were kind of mad right so that's how Michael Bivens saw us and then That was just the semifinals, and we went into the finals the next week, and that's when he brought um, Ron and Ricky came back with him, because he told them about... Because they knew that you were performing the next week. Mm Yeah, he said that there were some girls in the show that, you know, he thought was dope and would would work well with them, right and um, they came back, and that's when they all saw us, okay but we didn't know at the time. We had no idea that any of this was going down until later on when uh, Jason...
1: Jason Winborn.
3: Jason Winborn from Straight Ahead called us and said, um, the guys from New Edition want your phone number Uh-huh. because they're starting a new group.
1: Wow. I didn't know Jason had anything to do with
3: that. Well, Go figure. Yeah. Well, wow. I guess he
1: was
2: the so bridge. Wait.
1: So the final, <laughs> so that final week, you guys win, right? We lost. We
3: lost. You lost. To who? Who that was? Well we lost to who is now going to be called the far side. So, right. So, oh. I
1: knew that. So you guys, but they were actually then GTI, right? GTI. Yes.
2: They were GTI. So name. again, like,
1: like, we said, the uh, LA dance culture, man, there's so many folks that you guys now know that came out of that scene. So maybe a comedian, Alex Thomas was part was part of that LA dance scene. Like the girls just said, um, the group the Fireside, side and at that time they were gti which stood for the godfathers the teasers and the innocents yep.
2: which, was three, dance <laughs> which was three dance crews and
1: they became Came one, one. <laughs> right so i, I want to say that was robert vincent miguel i think Br- i think brent was part of that and but maybe
3: it was romai romai, romai. it was it, and, and was uh, robert vincent in that too he was yeah I think I think robert vincent, vincent was in was that, in that.
1: I was at that. I was at that uh, contest. I really was. So
3: they only won they because they dropped down. their pants. That's the only reason why
1: they won. Hey, I, I turned my back. I didn't see that.
3: Part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the and then the girls screamed. And it was like, okay,
2: them against us. And right. It like who you want? And the girls screamed for them. Right. And, and plus, we went on second. Right. They went on like last. <laughs> and you all,
1: and you always remember what you saw last.
2: Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> that worked against them.
1: Right, well, not it did, but not really yeah, so but now, it didn't. so now you guys don't win that contest, so then what's the next step after that you jason who whose number does Jason give?
3: Jason gave the number, my number, uh-huh, and then I got a call, um, and it was like, uh, we're forming a group called B b d, and I'm like, uh, so who called hey, you I'm Ricky, Ricky, okay, so it's like we're forming a group called b b d, and um we want to know can you dance to this song okay and so he played poison
1: over the phone over the phone wow
3: and then it was like it wasn't even i wasn't even really listening to the song right it was more so we can dance to anything right <laughs> right it don't matter so, uh-huh. i didn't really hear poison like i heard poison later but right. i wasn't even like oh yeah we can dance to anything but i still don't think we grasped bbd right like What is that? Right.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Not at that
3: time. (laughs) Until he and then they said, "Okay, well, can you go meet, um, go meet Brooke?" Okay. At uh, Regina's. Regina's.
1: Wow, legendary, legendary dance studio, Regina's. Okay.
3: Go meet, go meet Brooke. But I had met Brooke before that. Okay. Already because I had worked with the good girls. Oh. So I met Brooke before that, so I knew who he was. Right. And, um, and, you know, they sent us down there We we All we cared about was dancing So we just went so down to the
1: So now you, also, after you get that phone call You're on the phone by yourself And then you tell all the girls, hey Yes, and I
3: tell and them
1: This BBD, I don't know what it is, but these dudes call me
3: They're from New Edition right, I know that,
0: New Edition
1: All right, so you guys go down to Regina's, so You go down to meet Brooke Payne Who was uh, uh New Edition Belle Bib DeVoe's Choreographer, put him together manager. and all all yeah. that. He has a bunch of slashes. He does a bunch of stuff with, with the whole group. So you go there, all four of you now, right? Mm-hmm. Correct? Yes. And what happens?
3: Do you guys remember what
1: happened? What, do you guys I, remember? I have the
4: best memory
3: in the she group. She does. I, I don't
4: <laughs>
2: remember what happened
3: that day. No. Do you remember? No. I remember
4: everything. I don't remember anything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> i the worst fortunate because... They don't remember. I remember. I have a, what they said. Remember Like Elephant? You remember I, I, I remember the day we walked in the studio. Wow. So we go to the studio. We meet Brooke. And so he's never seen us dance. Okay. So he's like, let me see what you guys have. So we put on flexing from Heavy D. Uh-huh. Because we had a routine to flexing. And so we get out there and we bust flexing. And we get to the end of the routine and he goes, do it again. Right. And I we know. look at each other like, huh? like I remember that <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> all like, And so we get up there And we do it again But we are dead, dead tired. tired We can't even barely do it And by the time we got to the end He was like y'all whack
1: What?
3: <laughs> He's like y'all whack And we would look like we're whack Like we ain't whack <laughs> He was like if you can't do a routine More than one yeah. time full out
2: Then you're whack Wow can't,
1: I can't even argue with that.
2: <laughs> but I was offended. <laughs> I, I <saw> <laughs> I'm sure you were. Feeling I'm sure
1: you were. He was definitely whack. <laughs> <laughs> so after he after he says you guys are whacked then what, is it is the meeting over?
3: No, the meeting's not over. Uh, people don't know this, but the routine to flexing is the routine to poison Oh. oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Okay. That routine was already made up. and There was a a few minor changes Mm -hmm. that went into it, but pretty much that routine was made up. And I don't know if you guys remember this, but I'll never forget the part that everybody knows in Poison where we go, Poison, Poison. and we go slow to the left and to the right. That used to be a fast move. Okay. And when we went to do it, Brooke was like, no, right here, you're going to slow it down. And you can go slow this way and slow that way. And that's how that move was born.
1: Wow, so what was the time frame from the time that you guys are called Whack to, <laughs> <laughs> to, to actually then start rehearsing or to the video like was it, was it did it happen relatively quick?
3: No, it was it was some time. It was some time in between. Um, but it wasn't like BBD was there. We kind of we got the whole routine ready. he had rehearsed us. And then and then they came in. Okay. Because they were still recording the album. Right. When we were working on working on the song. And then um BBD came in and then that's when the real ass kicking started. Started.
1: Yeah. So I'm sure everybody knows just that damn poison video and such uh An iconic, it would really, I want to give actually BBD props because I think they're iconic group in regards to how they took R&B and and rap and put it together and it added fashion. And from seeing you guys prior to you guys knowing BBD, you had your, your pulse to what was going on in the clubs, how to dress. Did you, how much did you guys influence BBD in regards to how they were dressing?
2: Um, <laughs> saying, but Deborah can speak to
3: that too, but... Well, um, let's start here. Then I will say, start I with no, no, right. <laughs> okay. This this is the honest to God truth. I, I'll never forget because I don't forget nothing. But I remember Michael Bivin saying to us, "You can wear whatever you want. Like we don't wear suits, we don't dress alike. You can do and wear whatever you want." And so. That was great because we already had our fashion sense. Right. It, wasn't, it wasn't a thing like they had to tell us how to dress or we needed a stylist. We picked all of our own clothes. And what ended up happening, a lot of things that we would wear, like, for instance, the hiking boot that became their iconic symbol, right, came from us. Mm-hmm. Because we were hiking boots. right. So Poison, the first video we did, we had hiking boots. And they saw our hiking boots. So they wanted hiking boots, and then we went and bought them hiking boots. So right. they played off a lot of the things that we wore. But it was their idea to mm-hmm. just dress down. They're,
1: right, right.
3: But I think that we influenced, our fashion sense influenced a lot of what they did.
1: Right. Um, Smoke D, do we need to go to a mix, or what's that? Yes or no? Yeah. Okay, well, say it. Punk. A.M. Caffey, more on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Straight ahead is in the building. We're gonna go into the mix with DJ Smoothie coming back. More, just more information, stuff that folks do not know behind the scenes. Straight ahead is in the building. AM Caffeine Show. Wake your punk ass up! It's
3: time for the AM Caffeine Morning Show. I'm That's right, y'all. Old school MC AZ. <laughs>
0: Money earning my money because
1: we are definitely flexing. You know what I'm saying? We don't care, for something like this. You Eddie, i drop it.
0: My sister, coming the old concept Ray does the sound check. Eddie, i getting paid. I'm a slave on the face. Like, not top priority. Close them up
1: Heaviness is getting an element. I'm coming to invade your sex. started the right way with the AM Caffeine Morning Show. Those applause are for you, Smoothie. Thank you for becoming a DJ again. It's been a minute. AM Caffeine Morning Show. Straight ahead's in the damn building. So now, uh, what we left off was um, you guys do the Poison video. You guys are very influential in regards to helping BBD with their look. Um. So now, let's talk about from... First of all, when you guys do the video, do you realize that poison's gonna blow up the way that it does? Because me personally, when I first heard poison, I thought that was a piece of crap.
2: Right. When well, I I'm first sorry. heard it,
1: <laughs> I remember sorry, where I, I was <laughs>
2: and I said, what the hell? I thought I was It's that piece of crap. I, I I've been I've always been known as like the hardcore hip hopper in, in the dance crew. Right. Like I was more the soloist. Right. And when I first heard poison, me personally I didn't like it at all. Me too. I didn't okay. like it at all. But I was, I felt Deborah when she told him we could dance to anything, right. which was true. Uh-huh. So, I mean, we just put our style of dance to that song, you know, and it hyped it up. But I didn't like the song itself.
1: Right. I didn't, <laughs> I remember where I was, I was in my homeboy, Sentra, and he played, I was like, this is this is some bull crap. Man. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I promise like three weeks later, I was like, oh, this is my...
2: <laughs> and just and just think, we had to rehearse it. A- Brooke Payne would come into the uh, dance studio with a 90-minute cassette tape. I remember 90-minute cassette yes. tape. They had yes. 60, they had 90 They had 120, 120. <laughs> right, 120. With Poison played back-to-back on both sides.
1: Wow, and you guys just have to... And we do have it. to
2: do it. condition and do the song over. That song was like, it, I had to like it. Right. After a while, like, I didn't <laughs> it. So I think like- I didn't understand it.
3: Mm. The present was different. It was so different. I don't know if I didn't like it or I liked it, but I did you, not You understand. had never heard it before. I had never heard anything right. like that before, but I think, just like T said, it, it, it had to grow on you because it was played back to back. And we would get to the end of the song and then those snares would come back in and, and we'd have to be back at the top oh, in right. in position to, in position in position, to start to over. Right. And that song was over four minutes. And people think four minutes is a short time to dance at the level that we danced at. And right. it's not no disrespect to today's dancers. But the level of energy that we had to give those songs right it was like dancing 10 minutes in today's time.
1: <laughs> right right a
3: uh, dance series
1: right so poison blows up how, how was it was this the first time you guys saw the video on TV was this the first time you ever seen yourself on TV dancing me, or had yeah. you seen yeah. yourself prior to that no
4: that was our first your first, that was time. My first time for sure
1: yeah. How was it the first time you see that video and you see yourself dancing? I know I had to be like, "Whoa!"
4: I was just f- trying to find myself. Did <laughs> like, they get a good shot? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Where um, am I? And I um, always trip off the video when, um, when they have us that screen behind us and we're dancing and you can see us below dancing and we're in the screen though, and then they get they catch you going to the side, Deborah. Right. I always think, why would they? Did they put it, that was piece? it was a mistake. It was a mistake, Lionel. <laughs> Lionel. <laughs> like
3: I and made a mistake y- in that shot. We did that shot five hundred times of us dancing <laughs> and in he front of the wrong green screen, uh-huh. and he picks that one time where I went to the side. Lionel, I, I never understood and that. All the rest, of us were Lionel, going Lionel Martin's supposed to come
1: here, so we got to remember to tell him about that flaw. He effed up on this damn. Yeah, poison. like
3: really? Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so poison starts to blow up. Um, what? how long after the video comes out that you guys start doing live shows with them
3: it was it was pretty quick um it w- it was it was real fast that song like just took off and just had a mind of its own because like, a- yeah I, we, we did like we started doing like a like shows remember we oh. did the Palladium Right, um, right, right, got booed. <laughs>
1: wow!
3: I want to talk about that because I have a bone to pick with Michael Bivens.
1: So hold on. Oh. So, so <laughs> I'm trying to think. Was I at the, Y'all got what? Well, did you guys get booed or did BBD get booed? No, straight
3: a ahead got, got booed, booed <laughs> because of BBD.
1: <laughs> so. Was that was that what the Let's first talk show talk about it? Was that the first
3: show? Or <laughs> that, that was you? the that was the the Palladium was the first live show that we did. Wow. Poison was very new. Right. And um we we had we were in rehearsals and so we would set the show up. So we would go out and dance before, you know, the guys, and we had this whole little, you know, skit where where each guy was coming out and we were doing little skits, like Ron did the Humpty dance, and Mike did something. I can't remember exactly what each guy did, but we did these little skits. So in the very beginning, we they wanted to do this stupid thing called on top of spaghetti.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on top of spaghetti. Yeah, I remember on yes, top of spaghetti. Yes.
3: We had a it was the corny and we said it was corny. We, we was like, they gon' that this is whack, this is corny. No, this is cool, this is this is gonna be funny, it's you know, comedic, no, it's whack. But they made us do on top of spaghetti with some, some, I think Pluke had on a sombrero. Uh. (laughs) And we were looking like some hillbillies, like, going from side to side. And it was on top of spaghetti. And all I heard when we were doing was, boom, boom. boom. I was going, I'm going to kill them. So, but then. We did that little part, and then we broke out into whatever song it was, and started dancing hard. Then they started it is, going crazy, funny, right? But they booed us. We had <laughs> never been booed, but they booed us. And I remember they—they they were so like, "You guys need to do." This. It was cool. No, we got booed.
1: That is hilarious. We're mad. So, from that—that that show. Um, did you guys only perform besides On Top of the Spaghetti and Get Boo? Did you guys also perform, besides Poison, was there another BBD song that you guys did or were you guys only performing Poison?
3: From what I can remember, we did that little, we did the whole beginning with, with like I said, with all of each guy coming out. Right. And I think it was only Poison at that time, it time because right. it was, it was no other song that, you know, anyone knew. And right. that was just like, just coming out too. Right, right. So, but it, the show ended up working, you know, being dope, but that's on top of spaghetti. <laughs> I will never
1: forget it. So now tell me about the first, how was the first tour, like the first time now, you know, when you're talking about going from the Hollywood Palladium that held, like it holds like maybe 2,000 people, to now arenas, you know, you're talking about 20,000, 30,000 people. How was that? first tour that first time that you're in front of all those people
2: i for me i mean it was like the greatest feeling i had ever felt in my life it was just the energy coming from that many people loving the song loving our dancing we would get you know we had our own little fans you know right. in the crowd who just like you know was there to see who stand used to, to get the dance? most
1: numbers who used to get the most numbers <laughs>
2: Numbers? <laughs> like what? Like, like, like what? because you guys? Be- like, because that a guy to thing? Talk to no, no. Because, well,
1: you know, like if a guy saw you on stage and he it liked you, guys like had your that. own groupies. Who's like, hey, holler at It, was, me. it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't like, like that. that. Guys, no. Just, just guys? Liked like you. The- no guy, but they wasn't. Try- they trying wasn't to- trying to
3: holler? No, it
1: wasn't that they weren't trying to holler. It
3: wasn't like about. I guess we're females and We not weren't accessible. The most
2: numbers really weren't. We
3: were really like, we were really like BBD's kids. Right. We had our own bodyguard for some strange reason.
1: <laughs>
2: I remember that. We, we couldn't, we really couldn't, we we couldn't, couldn't go. Do kind of really? Sh- they kind of sheltered we, us. Yeah. Really. Um, but, that, but that's dope, that though. That life. Yeah, yeah that's, dope. No, that's dope. No, that's dope. You have to remember, we was what,
3: 18? Not yeah, right. You're
1: still young. And yeah. we had
3: parents. We, like, cried when we first went on tour. I was just talking about that. Like, I remember crying when I got dropped off at the airport because we were going to be gone for, like, three months. So we were very young, and they had never worked with girls before. Uh-huh. So they were trying to protect us, right. which was. Was cool. So very cool. You get it. So we we really weren't like out there, right? We, it was like no, you can't do this. Take the bodyguard. Yeah, we couldn't do stuff. We
4: couldn't do nothing. Really. So it was very limited. Right. Apple bodyguard. Apple. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> so that first tour is BBD and who? Who's on that tour? What other acts? What other artists was on that Triple tour? Triple
4: Threat. That wasn't the Keith first. Yeah,
3: Keith Sweat, Johnny Gill, well, the main and BBD. Tour, yeah, yeah that Keith was... Sweat,
1: Johnny BBD, Gill. and Johnny Gill. Yep. Key Sweat was the headliner?
3: Well. At first. At first.
1: Until yeah. y'all got with this program, huh?
3: Yeah, it was. Nobody really could go behind BBD because, um, unfortunately, um, the energy of BBD at the time and the energy of the show was just so crazy till uh we tried going on second. When we first, remember that? We tried going right. on second. But people, people started leaving. People <laughs> <will> be <laughs> leaving.
1: <Right. laughs> because, because they saw y'all like we are. They saw, yeah, like they out. saw yeah.
3: BBD, so they had to switch it because originally it was supposed to be Keith Sweat was the, you know, the headliner. the headliner, headliner. uh-huh. But it it had to switch because um I don't I don't think he wanted to
1: go on after I, that. I'm sure he didn't. Right. So that first 3 months that's that tour, that's just United States. That's not out of the country, right? That's just all United States. Yeah. Yeah. Um and is it during that time that you guys shoot uh dope? Was it that tour? Or was it was it a tour later?
3: No. Dope. Was actually shot on that tour because it was in Sacramento. Sacramento. Mm-hmm. It was it was towards the, towards the end because it was also towards that's when we did the uh, big uh, when they all came back together on um, Soul Train Awards. Uh huh. So yeah, that was right before that. So we we shot Dope on the road, kind of like it was kind of impromptu. Weirdly, it was like oh at we got a video today. <laughs> We're just gonna do a scene outside. You know? Right. So it wasn't it was more so of a show
1: video right and so that was Which was, sure. i think didn't Ronnie have on like a straight ahead hat or something yes. like that in the video yes, he right did. Yeah. so cool that yeah. he was that so to me
4: ahead.
1: what i thought after kind of seeing the energy and and what you guys were bringing to the table i thought that the next natural thing would have been for you guys to be a group and try to do an album but did that ever come up in in conversation i'm sure you know with michael bivins with his whole maniacal thinking <laughs> i'm sure somebody had to say like hey let's make them a group did that ever happen it did which part it, it, the idea <laughs> all of it
4: <laughs> <laughs> record deal what recorded an album wait you guys recorded an album in my father's studio well so, yeah, it was, yeah it was it was it was a like, lot of what, songs six dude. or seven songs? yeah and, and what yeah. happened it, was, the, wrong,
3: the it truth, was wrong. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever
1: you guys feel comfortable in saying, but
3: obviously you know, the business no. something didn't go right. Well, no, we we were a group. Straight Ahead was literally a group. It was a natural progression to go go forward. Um, in the beginning, Mike showed interest. Mike was doing his thing. We were very interested in Mike. But at the time it was like Ron and Ricky had started a production company and because Mike had pretty much had his own thing, it was kinda like, um, we want the girls. So uh, Ricky and, uh, and Ron. And Ron. Right. Like we want the girls to be on our production, you know, be part of our production company. Right. So that's kinda how that went. And then we did. We started recording the album.
1: So was there friction between because of because Mike wanted you guys and then Ricky and Ronnie wanted and they were kinda I would assume they were kind of trying to do their own thing because Mike had Biv 10 right. and all that stuff popping. Yeah. Um yeah. so
3: I, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say it was friction. I don't think Mike wanted to cause friction. That's why he didn't push the issue. Right, got you. Got you. So he didn't he was like, you know, I'm just going right. to leave it alone. Hands so off, we right. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: so you guys actually recorded an album.
4: <laughs> we did.
1: Wow. And what was the vibe? It was on some hip hop, kind of like, like a female BBD ish type of oh, yeah. thing. What was the vibe of the album?
3: It was more like we couldn't really sing, even though you didn't really have to at the time. But right,
1: because um, Mike and Ronnie can't sing either.
3: Right. Um, we it was really more kind of like on a rap vibe. Right. Um, and it was it was kind of like, kind of like making. We wanted to be more serious, but it was kind of like, you know, kind of like a fun, fun type of... party. Yeah, like fun party. Everything was party because cause of our dance. Right, because so, of like, energy. Yeah, it was like, give that energy, records with energy, because we need to dance. We're, right. We're performers. Right. So so that's what the, you know, type of vibe that it was on. And it, it was cool. Like, we literally were really in the studio a lot. Nikita's dad's studio. Right, way. right. We recorded a lot in his studio. And... um I'm gonna be one hundred percent honest with you, I really don't know what happened <laughs> to this
4: day. I think I don't I think the deal just didn't pan out. Yeah. Right. I don't think the music was what it what they really wanted it to be either.
1: So. Right. Right.
4: Yeah. So I think, you know.
1: So yeah. all right, so let's talk we, we go from the success of the first the the first album and then the remix album and all that stuff was blowing up and then it kinda slowed down you know gangster came out right we did, that. We did, did that. that one which i really did like gangster actually i really did like that song and then after gangster it was like a long time so what were you guys doing after gangster and then bbd is taking forever whatever to come up with their next project were you guys dancing with other folks doing choreography for other people still trying to pursue dancing
2: was doing their own thing
3: for a minute right but then um how long after
1: that Deborah,
3: we started <laughs> go <laughs> right for, to, to the memory um <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the, the memory um when what happened we 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 did uh we really wanted to be our own group so let's say that but we were like okay well how about we do this video with you guys the gangster video okay and then um you know we do our own thing like i say stuff with the group situation had nothing to do with us personally as a group but whatever deal that Ricky and um, Ron had, it fell through. So, I'm not going to lie, we were a little salty because we really (laughs) at that point really wanted to stay on our own and, you know, do our own thing and then you had groups coming out like TLC who were like the female version of VBD. Uh, Absolutely they were, yeah. I mean, we were the female version of VBD. Right, right. So, it was kind of like one of those things. So we were, we were, keep it real with you, we were a little, you know, salty. And we we didn't dance for them on that second album. They went on tour, but we did not go on tour. So
1: what, did you go on? not go on because you were salty or because the second album wasn't good?
3: Um, It was, we kind of backed away. Like, we really, we we were saying like, oh, we don't want to dance no more. We want to be our own group. So it, it kind of just, and it was nothing ever said. That's right. funny. It was nothing. It was never an argument. It was never a not like you guys no more. It was, it was never <laughs> It was never that. It right. was just kind of like, we pulled back because we were like, we don't want to dance no more. We want to be a group. Right. So we were like, in our minds, we're going to still try to pursue doing that. And right. And then, you know, then they kind of kept went, doing what they were kept doing. Kept doing what they were doing, but the album wasn't that great. And so then they went on
4: tour and they took other dancers right. on
1: tour. Okay. And so, then that was just it. It was That always, was just it for that, that time. That for that time. Was for that,
4: that time. period of time, it was, that yeah. was it.
1: It was done. So... Did you guys, as straight ahead, try to get a deal at it? Were you guys like shopping the demo? Were you doing all that whole process too?
3: We were still working, like you know, um, talking to managers, still writing stuff. Um, we were literally still trying to do it. I, I mean, it it was a, a little while after that that we kind of just all kind of like yeah. stopped, and we <laughs> literally stopped dancing. Nobody was dancing. Right. Um. We kind of like T said, we kind of just went our separate ways. I think T started working, you know, somewhere, and Nikita started doing, we, we just all yeah, literally just did your whole we separate just, we thing. We just all did our separate thing at right. that point. And um, yeah, until you come back around to 1996.
4: And
1: so you come back to 1996, and what was going on at that point? Was that the home, that was home again, right?
3: Yeah, but that it wasn't a guarantee that Straight Ahead was going to be on that tour. Right. We had to audition well, for has
1: it. Has no, guys, you had yeah. to audition.
3: Dance, we have to. I thought we, we had to, or we
2: wanted to. Well, we okay. <laughs>
3: yeah, you're right. We mm-hmm. ha- we wanted to because we had. To. We, felt we, had to. we felt we had. to. We felt we had to. But I, part of it, it wasn't so much for audition, but we hadn't danced in a while, and they wanted to make sure
2: that y'all still that had we it. We
1: still had it, right? So and we did. want That's
3: make sure
2: that's, all, that too. that's all. That's yeah. all you
3: need to tell me, is that like let me be an underdog. Let me show you uh-huh. to you. You know whatever. So. We literally rehearse. went in the studio without their knowledge. What happened was, I found out that I'm like, oh my God, they're doing a tour. I call everybody, you guys wanna do this tour? Okay, call Ron. Ron, what's up? We wanna, we want, um, Straight ahead wants to go back out. Uh-huh. He's like, I still got it? Yeah, we still got it. Da-da-da. He's like, all right, well, I'm gonna tell the rest of the guys, whatever. I said, well, check this out. We're gonna get ready. And when we're ready to show y'all, we'll We'll, we'll,
1: we'll let you. you know. We'll <laughs> let you know.
2: And me I and T,
3: literally, <laughs> and me and T, we went, it, I was I was working at a school at the time, at an elementary school, and they had a dance room. And me and T literally went in that dance room and re-choreographed all the songs. Like, we, we like, freshened up Poison, and we just went through it, and we choreographed it. Then we had Pluke and Nikita come in and learn it. And we probably were better than we were before. Really? And yeah. We went, it was like we never... Never like, stopped. We, we never, never stopped. stopped. It was right. like we never stopped. Right. Yeah. So we invited them down to... Um,
1: Come check y'all West, out.
3: Millennium's now. What was Millennium called before um, when it was on Lancashire?
1: Because Millennium's still on Lancashire, right?
3: No, no, no. Not Lancashire. Yeah. Um, uh, what's the street it was on before? Coanga? Yeah, 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 yeah. when it was on, remember it was on Cawanga before? Right. So we we invited them down to the studio, and it was Brooke, and it wasn't Mike, it was Brooke, and it was Ron, and Ricky, and Leon.
1: Leon, right. Leon, Uh and
3: uh, I think uh, Damon was with Leon. And they were there, and so we came in the studio, and they put on Poison, and we did Poison, and at the end, they was like... High fiving and like all oh, day back, straight ahead back, straight ahead
1: back. Right? And so that's how we got to go on. That oh, the tour. Home Again tour. So, yeah. Smooth D, we need to go do a mix. Yeah. Okay, great. AM Caffeine Morning Show, come back because I want to talk about that Home Again tour yeah. that yeah, yeah. everyone just said was was a hot piece of crap. AM Caffeine oh. Morning Show, Smooth D in the mix, straight ahead with us.
4: AM Caffeine Morning Show.
1: Morning show straight ahead in the building, still trying to figure out um, who can remember what. <laughs> <laughs> <be>
2: Deborah. Deborah.
1: <laughs> so, the home again tour, which you know, if you got a chance to see the uh, new edition film uh, biopic, it, it and you hear from their perspective, they think that was just like the worst tour ever, and just a lot of issues that was going on between. You know, all the group members, I can remember going to the show at the forum when Brooke did have uh, his heart attack and Ronnie didn't come back at the end of this, you know, end of the show. And, you know, they had to uh, basically do B- BBD's portion with just like maybe a B. It wasn't every everybody wasn't there. Um, but for you guys hearing you guys um, off air, you were saying that to you, that was the best tour.
3: So much
1: fun. What made it fun for you guys and how did you guys separate yourself from all the seemed to be turmoil and drama that was going on just with everybody else? How were you guys separating yourself that that became the most enjoyable tour for you?
4: I think the, the best part of that tour was the egos were, were so big because they had their own individual tour buses. Right. That they got a dancer tour bus. So it was, you know, it was that tour. You had a tour bus for pretty much everything. So we had a dancer bus. And so every artist, dancers got to ride that bus together. All the female dancers.
1: Wow. And
4: that is what made it really fun. Right. We got to be, we weren't with the crew. We weren't, you know, we were with, like, girls hanging, shopping, laughing. Right. So. And laughing at all the stuff that was going on. That was going on. So
1: in the movie, uh... And I, this has to be a scene that everyone, you know, talks about where um, Bobby is gyrating for like five hours <laughs> and <laughs> R- Ronnie's upset and oh, Ronnie scary. goes to, to the stage. And that scene, is that how it ha- Did that happen in that fashion?
3: The way I, it was pretty, for me, it was pretty close. I, I really remember that. Like, I remember being so scared. When, first of all, Ron don't get mad.
1: Which, to right. me, you would expect... I would really think that would be Mike, Mike right, if right. anybody... I was shocked. I was like, Ron doesn't do that.
3: Yeah. Right. That's what's scary. Yeah. That's what I made it... <laughs> I, had I had never, never seen, seen that. I had never seen Ron that mad in my life. Right. And he... I remember him coming in, and I remember him saying... Cause Bobby every single night would just stay on stage, <laughs> and we just be looking at him. Right. Like, when is he gonna get off? And they were like, "Damn, this we, you know, messing up the time for everybody else." Right. So this one particular night, Ron was not having it, and he, when he went to walk on the stage, I was so scared. Like, I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" And then it just went. Bobby was like, "It was so he's very real." That, so that he literally
1: was, walked in the middle. While Bobby was performing, he yes. Ronnie has a mic.
3: Y'all ready for BBD?
4: Yeah.
1: Go ahead, Ronnie DeVoe. <laughs> I
4: mean, but you got to realize on the, in the in the movie, it doesn't appear that he did that every night. He did it every, every night. night.
1: Yeah. Right, right. So at some point, you're like, yeah, we got to stop this crap. Yeah. Somebody. So when that happens, where were you, you guys were on the side of the stage just ready to... Just so time. when yes. he says you're ready for BBD, Poison comes on and you guys just go on stage?
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: So so you guys are doing your normal get down. Then what happened? Bobby comes back? Did Bobby come back on stage or did you guys finish your performance?
3: I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't really remember the, the actual part where it was like fight on the stage. I remember commotion. Right. And I just remember us being rushed off into the dressing room because it was going down. Like we didn't get to... We didn't see them like go at it like that right. but we got rushed off into the dressing room like all the dancers got rushed off in into the dressing room and then i just remember being that like, was, was you that need a- to be that around.
1: was after the you had already performed poison
3: we were we were we were in the middle of the show we were in the middle of it wow. we were in the middle of it and i just remember being rushed off because and we literally didn't see the part where they were actually, where everybody was fighting because they pushed us into the dressing room. Right. But I remember somebody saying they got a gun and I, my stomach just dropped and I was like, we were like praying in the dressing room, like right. nobody got killed or right. nobody got hurt because right. that's how mad Ron was. And when you push somebody over the edge, it's normally like the do. nice guy. Yeah. You got to be scared because you don't know what they're capable of because you've never seen them, you act know. Act that way, right. Act that way. So that, that was very scary. Um, for us, and you know, I do remember seeing the ambulance and the whole Brooke thing, and Ron was like, "I'm gonna kill that." <laughs> All of that, like, I was like, "Oh my God, he's gonna kill by now." <laughs> and at that point, in his strength and in his mind, right then, like, when somebody's like that, you you should be scared. Right, right.
1: <laughs> wow. So, um, yeah,
3: people ask me that. People, when that scene came on the movie, I got so many text messages and calls. Like, like did that happen did that, that way? Did that really happen? Yeah. So I just put a post on Facebook. Right. And I said, yes, this happened. I know because I was there.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I knew so much. But I just actually seeing that, I was like, right. wow, that's crazy. And, I, again, I remember what happened with Brooke and all that. But seeing that, I was always like, did it really happen that way? Because you hear so many different stories and interpretations wow that's crazy
4: but it was a big tour it was big right you know it was everybody so, had their crew
3: and i heard ricky on an interview recently said that was the worst tour ever yeah and I, heard, I was like wow but
1: so if i've heard them all say that yeah. at different yeah. at different times i know we're we, uh are running out of time smoothie but i need to ask this question so how was the next show you did after after that happened? How was the next n- night that everybody's supposed to perform performing in?
3: That was the show that the the whole tour was. was it was over after yeah, that. Yeah, it was it was li- that that was the actual show um, that the tour was over. Um, that that it just went all down and everybody quit. Right. And but we, we were, were
4: supposed to go overseas. And yeah, we were.
3: It was supposed so to. So none be, of that ever happened. None of it. It was. It was supposed to be all of that, and it, it was just like, I think we were so sad because. It was over, and it wasn't supposed to be over that fast, <laughs> right? Like right, we right. Were, you know, but it, it was—it was sad. That was—that was a sad day. I, I remember that too. Like,
1: we everybody's going home. Wow. And AM, Catherine Morning Show straight aheads in the building, smoothie. So we might have to do a part two, dude, because this is so much information, <laughs> and it's like I'm—I'm I'm a fan, you know. Even watching the film, and and I'm wondering, like, did this happen? Did that not happen? So having you guys here, you know, after knowing you guys for as long a, as I have and seeing you guys mature into, you know, mothers, Debra, how many kids you got? Okay, I just threw that out there. Don't get upset. Um, <laughs> but seeing you guys after all these years becoming women and going on to the next phase of your or, of your life, I think is so so dope. Um, so you guys have to come back with Pluug th- this next time. Who yeah. who I who yeah. I've just. Did, like I said, never had a relationship with her, but obviously knew of her because of you guys. So it would be great to have you guys come back again. Yeah. And what we might try to do, smoothie, is maybe have... I talked to Ricky yesterday, and we've been trying to just work out his schedule. So I need to have Ricky come up here, maybe have the girls come up here, something cool like that. AM Caffeine morning show straight ahead. So do you guys dance anymore?
4: Every second. Ah, uh, We <laughs>
3: dance in different ways, but um, it's funny because when I got married... Uh, we performed. We did a surprise performance at my wedding. Wow! And the crowd—you would have thought we were at a freaking concert because <laughs> nobody knew. Not my husband, not one person, but my wedding planner knew we were going to do it. Right. And so we just kind of came and cleared the uh, dance floor, and we performed a medley of all the songs that we did. And y'all yeah, was like,
1: "We still got it."
3: Literally, the crowd went mad. That
1: is hilarious. It was so fun. dope.
3: So that's the last time we performed together.
1: Was at your, right, w- at, was your at your wedding.
3: wedding.
1: AM yeah. Caffeine Morning Show. Thank you so much, Nikita, T, my favorite. Deborah. Oh, now
3: it's favorite.
1: <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Pluk. Uh, look forward to uh, next time you guys come back with, with all Luke. of you guys. Shout out to Pluke. Shout out to Pluk. Shout out, Pluk. <laughs> shout out again straight hoop. ahead because I really think you guys are definitely innovators and have opened a door for so many female dancers, really. Um, AM Caffeine Morning Show. Uh smoothie, yeah, I guess we're up out of here, dog. You guys enjoy the rest of your hump day. We'll see you on, on Friday, um, straight ahead in the building. Thank you, and Kathleen peace.